once you cross this world and into that unconscious state, you will vividly be present in everything you see. Closer and closer you go. Hi everyone, may peace be on you all and welcome to another episode of I'm a Muslim and That's Okay with your host Shella and this year's Halloween episode. And as always, it's all about the spooky and creepy and supernatural. So for the past two years, I had done supernatural spooky episodes from my past and childhood. So I was like, what should we do this year? And I did a little bit of searching and Googling around and I thought, you know, why not do spooky stories from other parts of the world? You know, things that we haven't heard here in the West. So I dug up a few and that's what I'm going to be telling you. And as a preface before I begin, I do apologize if I mispronounce any of the local words, but I'm trying. I did try to find pronunciations, but it's a bit hard. So we're going to dive right into it with my very first story from Venezuela. Now, this is the legend of the El Silbon or the Whistler. The Whistler is said to be the ghost of a young man who roams rural Venezuela. The legend states that this young man murdered and gutted his father for abusing the boy's mother. The young man's grandfather responded to the murder by whipping the boy relentlessly and pouring flakes of red-hot chili peppers on his open wounds. The grandfather then ordered a vicious dog to hunt down his grandson. Now, El Silbon now haunts cruel men who cheat on their wives or treat them poorly. So if you hear some eerie whistling while in Venezuela, you might be near the vengeful ghost. This is so interesting. Usually you hear stories of lovers and everything. This is the first time I've ever heard of a boy taking revenge for his mom being treated poorly and other women. That's, that's so great. I mean, I, look, I, I like this ghost. <laughs> now on towards Mexico, the story of the weeping woman, also known as La Llorona, the wailing woman. And she drowned her children in a river one by one after the man she loved would not be with her. When she realized what she had done, Maria drowned herself in the river, but heaven would not let her in. She's now forced to wander the world in everlasting grief. People who have claimed to see the weeping woman have described her as being soaking wet and wearing all white. Some even say she snatches young children as she walks, mistaking them as her very own young children whom she had murdered. Next story is from Indonesia. And this one was interesting. This is the legend of the Pontianak. Indonesian folklore features a wide variety of tales and animalistic ghosts and spirits, and the so-called Pontianak or Kontianak is perhaps the most notorious of them all. In Southeast Asian cultures, uh, swamps are considered places where nature's spirits dwell and spook the living. Legend has it that the area in western Kalimantan at the crossing point of Kapuas and Landak rivers was haunted by Bontianaks. The Bontianak is a vengeful spirit that takes the form of a beautiful woman and preys on men, children, and vulnerable souls. 
believed to be the spirit of a woman who died in childbirth or a violent death. They are one of the most powerful and feared spirits of Indonesian and Malaysian folklore. They're known as bloodthirsty vampires, and they eviscerate their victims with their long nails and dine on their internal organs. Um, And this is during the time of the Sultan Sayarif Abdurrahman Al-Qadri. And he decided to set up a trading post at this crossing point in the swamp, despite the warning of the locals about the Pontianak. The Pontianak soon made their presence felt on Abdurrahman and his builders. And the story goes that they fired cannons into the swamps to destroy the area considered to be the Pontianak's nests. A mosque and a trading post were established, and the developing city was named Pontianak. Now, the Pontianak is still the star of many horror movies, both in Indonesia and Malaysia, with these vengeful spirits are still alive and well in the nightmares of people. It is said that the scent of drying laundry will will attract a Pontianak. Hence, many Malaysians will not leave laundry out overnight. Powerful spirits that can perform black magic, their presence is often heralded by the fragrance similar to the plumeria flower or the scent of rotting flesh. But it, it is also said that she can be tamed to become a, the most perfect and beautiful wife simply by driving a nail into the hole at the nape of her neck. Yeah, do you want to risk it? Our next story comes from India. This is the legend of the Pishacha. A vampire-like creature, the Pishachas in Hindu theology are believed to feed on the flesh of both the living and the dead. And horrifically, they are particularly fond of dining on pregnant women. Described as having human-like form with protruding red eyes and bulging veins all over their body, they are particularly unpleasant-looking demons. Pishachas haunt cremation and burial grounds, abandoned homes, and places where violent deaths have occurred. In more modern times, they are set to haunt places such as discos and nightclubs, where they feed on negative energies in what are seen as vice-ridden venues, and where they look to possess vulnerable individuals. An ancient spirit that has been around since creation, the Pishachas have their own language known as, I hope I pronounce this correctly, the Paisachi, I guess. They are believed to possess the paranormal ability to become invisible and to shapeshift and assume any form at will. These ancients and tricky spirits can possess, possess minds, driving their possessed humans to negative thoughts and behaviors and feeding on the conflict and misery that aris- arises as a result. The possession can drive the possessed to insanity. Special mantras are needed to exercise these harmful spirits. To keep the Pishachas satiated and at bay, they are given their share of offerings during certain religious functions and festivals. And now moving on to Vietnam. And this is, you know, one of those stories again of a vengeful spirit. This is the legend of the daughter of Hui Bi Hua. It is one of Saigon's most famous ghost stories. The daughter of Hui Bi Hua is the legend of the ghost of a young girl who roams the corridors of what is now Ho Chi Minh City Museum of Art at Pha Duc Chin Street in District 1. 
Back in 1934, when the trio of, trio of buildings was first built, it was a home to the, fa- to the family and business of Hui Bihua, an extremely wealthy real estate magnate who was reputed to own about 20,000 properties in the city. The main building used to be the family's mansion, and it is apparently haunted by the ghost of Hui's daughter. The story goes that she contracted leprosy during a citywide epidemic and was confined to a bedroom on the upper floor. During that time, leprosy was thought to be more of a curse rather than what it is, and actually a disease. Ever superstitious and conscious of their public image, the family decided to cover up the fact that their daughter was ill with leprosy and announced that she had died from mysterious illnesses, uh, which then they, they performed a public funeral to put the matter to rest. However, Huibi Hua's daughter was not actually dead. She was locked away in her room with her meal slid through a slot at the bottom of the door. They kept her locked in her room for years until the loneliness and misery of being locked away eventually drove her insane and she took her own life. Multiple versions of the story have claimed that she hanged herself while an alternate story claims that she burned herself alive. Since then, many people have reported seeing the ghostly figure of a woman roaming the halls of the building and heard the plaintive sounds of someone crying in the dead of night. Dang. The next story comes all the way from Myanmar, and this one is particularly interesting. It's the legend of the Ma Fai Wa, the yellow ribbon lady. She's interesting because she is a harbinger of death, much like the Black Dog of England or the Banshee of Ireland. Ma Fai Wa is a spirit known in Myanmar as a nut. These spirits are an ancient mix of Hindu and local animalistic beliefs, that are that also became associated with Buddhism. Known as the guardian spirit of cemeteries and graveyards in Myanmar, Ma Faiwa has made her home in these lonely places of death. As with all knots, she takes a human form and appears as a woman with long, flowing black hair. In the dark of night, uh, she hoists a coffin onto her shoulders and leaves the cemetery and heads into the nearby village or town. In her role as a harbinger of death, she seeks out the home of the soon to die. On arriving at the home of the doom, she places the coffin on their doorstep, and before long, someone in the household, and sadly, usually children, will sicken and die. In the late 1990s, Ma Faiwa appeared in the dream of a monk in Kain State, and through these visions, Ma Faiwa announced her intention to eat the flesh of babies. After much deliberation, the abbot suggested that people should encourage her to dine on dogs instead. Subsequently, security-conscious parents sought to protect their newborn babies by posting sign in front of their homes saying, Our baby's flesh is bitter, but the dog's flesh is sweet. That's a that's an interesting way to keep your babies well, but I do hope you enjoyed these stories because I certainly like I had so much fun gathering all of these stories for you. And these are not all the stories that I found. So if you go to the links in my show notes, you will find the whole collection of stories that I found of spooky stories, supernatural beings and beliefs from 
different parts of the world. You can click on them and have some fun this Halloween, reading them by yourself or to other people, just for that spooky, eerie feeling. And I hope you all take care of yourself. Stay safe this Halloween and may peace be on you all. Your body now feels separate from yourself. You are now your own energy. The life force behind that body. Thank you so much for tuning in to I'm a Muslim and That's Okay. And if you wish to follow my social media for more updates, you can follow me on Instagram, on Facebook, and on YouTube. All the links to those are in the show notes. And if you are on Apple or on Spotify or on Podchaser, please do give my podcast a five-star rating. It really does help get me, you know, in the public eye. And if you wish to donate to support the podcast, you can do so through the PayPal link in my show notes as well. Take care.